I just want to start with a, a short insight from the Chavetz Chaim. Chavetz Chaim discusses that the concept of Tsaras, it's clear from the Gemara, that Tsaras is a form of uh, Yisurim, a person that uh, did an Avera, so he's Mechabal and Einish, and Tsaras is an Einish that he gets for the Avera that he did. So the Chavetz Chaim points out that most Yisurim that the Rabbanisham sends, they come by themselves and they leave by themselves. A person gets sick, the sickness comes by itself, the sickness leads by itself. Whatever clap Hashem gives, it comes and goes by itself. How come by Tzaras, the Rabbi Nishan made a that the Yisurim of Tzaras are only Chal when the Kayin says that it's Tameh? Till the Kayin says you're Tameh, you don't have Tumas Tzaras, you don't have to leave the Machina, you don't have any Adalachis. And when the Kayin says Torah, that's when the Yisurim stop. Why is the Kviyas of the Yisurim based on the word of the Kayin? So the Chavetz Chaim said a very basic insight, and he said that the Torah is trying to teach the Mitzayra, who was over on Lashon Hara, the power of a word. He does not understand the meaning of words. He doesn't understand what words can do. He doesn't understand the concept of Mavis V'chaim B'yada Lashon. So the way to bring home that message is to make his whole future and his whole life depend on, on the Kayin's words. The Kayin's words brings the Yisurim. The Kayin's words takes away the Yisurim. From here, he gets the Musa that he needs to understand the value of a word. So, well, the Musa Haskell for us, I mentioned to my Bachim that just this Yom Tev came, came up to me this idea, Pasha, with one word you could, you could create Chaim, and with one word you create Mavis. Someone came over to me in Shul, someone spoke for 45 minutes in Shul. So, someone came over to me and they said, I just want to give you a big Ashakayach. So, I said, For what? So, he says, After this person just spoke, I appreciated much, much, much more your Joshua from last year. You know, he spoke so, so lousy that I appreciated your Joshua much more. So I didn't think that his way of going about it was very good, but Lamaisa, he made me feel very good. He made my yamtif, right? Person comes over, he tells you, Shayna Zach, makes you yamtif. Gisa, I was sitting at the table, and someone came and asked the Shaila about the cake, if he's allowed to cut the cake. And it was a very basic Shaila. And somebody, Mamish, with one vart, like, called him a name. You know, he's over, over Machmir. Person turned blue and green, all different colors of the rainbow. You might see this concept of Mavis V'chaim B'yad HaLashem, Ein Vart, Ein Vart. That, the Chavetz Chaim says, is the lesson, lesson that we try to teach the Mitzvah of what one word can do. Lamaisa, it's difficult to understand why the parish of Tzara starts off with the word Adam. It says, Adam ki yiyeh So the Nesiv says that in the Torah there's four different languages that, that you could find for a person. Ish, Anoshim, there's other, other Nekudas, but the highest language for mankind is the word Adam. He says the word Adam is from the Drash of Chazal, Atim Kriyim Adam, Veinek Dechavim Kriyim Adam. The highest name for a man is Adam. How fascinating that in the parasha of Negat Saras, we were talking about a person that's done Averis, we choose a Lashon of a Maila, Adam. This is something that needs to be understood. When you look through the Rishonim, the Tzipurno and others, they go through a gang and they point out that a guy can't get Saras. And the Tzipurno seems to say that Saras is a wake-up call. And only for a Yid is a wake-up call could die. For a guy, a wake-up call is not going to do anything. So the, the Tzipurno is understanding that Saras is, a, is, is an indication of a Hashivas of the person that he at least deserves a wake-up call. But it's still not so Miyushiv because it's not a Hashivas in the bench. It doesn't say something Hashiv about him. It just means he doesn't have a negative. I saw an insight from a Sefer El Moshe that I think is very Hashiv. He says, possibly the Torah is coming to tell you Adam Kiyev Arbasari means the following. There are people that go through this world and imagine 
that a person in life is supposed to be perfect, that our G'dayim are perfect, and the goal of an, a person is to be perfect. Possibly the Torah is trying to miramis to you that a person can be an Adam, he could be a Choshev, a Gar Choshev, a person, and he could also be a Mitzayra. Adam, inside Ba'aretz HaShayasa Torah a person can be a Mitzayra and still be an Adam. The Taina is not that a person slipped, that's human, and that's something that we understand all people have Tkufas where they have Nefilis and you read this. The Taina is only if you don't go and fix, your, fix yourself up. This Mitzayra, what does the Pasha go on? It says, it says that he realizes he has Saras, he goes to the Kayin, he gets a recipe for Tyra, he figures out how to fix it up. That, if you don't fix it up, if you don't do Tshuva, you don't fi- figure out a way to fix your Avera, that's a Taina. The Torah wants to tell you, you could be an Adam and you could have Tsaras. It's not a stira. As Rufundu used to like to point out, that we have misconceptions when we read biographies about Gedolim and we think that they were born perfect. We think they never ever did anything wrong and they didn't have Nisyanus. And he used to rail against this topic. He said they had Nisyanus just like we have Nisyanus. I say, and he says, any Adam Gadol that they tell you didn't have Nisyanus and he was born perfect is Shekhar Vachazav. And he said, there's a deep reason why. Because he says, you only become a gadol by having this yainus and steiging from this yainus. In other words, it's mufrach minayubay. The greatness is from steiging from an asayan. If you didn't have an asayan, if it wasn't an asayan, you can't reach true greatness. That's the message. Adam kiyev asari saras. I'd like to just mention a concept which is a little bit, a little bit deep, and it's a little bit uh, a, a, a bigger ingin, but just that the, the yisha for Pshatna Medrash is so gewaldic, it's worth hearing. There's a pasuk that seems to be a steer in Ebe. It says, Achar v'kodom tzartani. The pasuk says that mankind was created, Achar, Achar means last, Kodom means first. It's a steer in Ebe. Either man was created first, or man was created last. Says the Medrash, Im if the person zacha. We tell him, Ato Kodam to You were the first one in Maiseracious. In Loizacha, Yitush Kodamcha, a little fly came before you. What does the Medrash mean? If you're Zaycha, you came before creation. If you're not Zaycha, you didn't come first. Factually, Adam Rish was created on the sixth day last. How do we change the facts of life? What does the Medrash mean? If you're Zaycha, then you came first. You, 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 the person wasn't created first. So what's Zaha and how does that change the Mitzvah? So Itzla said a half a digabshat, a half a digabshat. He said, mankind, that's the, the Derech Hashem talks about this. Mankind is created from two parts. Every person is created of a guf and is created of a neshama. Says the Zoyar, where does the neshama come from? The neshama comes from the Rabbi Shalaylam. The Rabbi existed before the world existed. So you want to know, did a person get created before creation or after creation? Well, it depends. The guf was created last. The neshama, which is the chedek al-kami mal, was created first. So the medrash is saying, if a person has the schuz to treat his, himself as a neshama, if he says, who am I? I'm a neshama. My guf is just a way to facilitate my neshama doing what it has to do. So then he could say, we tell him, Ato kadam to my you came first because you're in a shama. The guf's just a hechatimsa for you in a shama. But if you live your life as a, as a, as a guf, your life is a guf, and the neshama is pushed away to keep the guf alive, the reason you have a neshama is because you wouldn't have a guf otherwise. So then you have to know, Yitush kadamcha. As a guf, 
not only are you not the most chashiv in the first, you're the lowest creation in the world, as Mepharshim explained, all the weaknesses of all the animals are put into ma- mankind. So as a guf, we're, we're the last of creation, and we have a chasarn. So Ritzel used to say, this is a question that a person has to ask himself as a person, and in his daily life. Is his life a neshamadika life? Are the decisions that he makes neshamadik or are they guftik? When a person eats, what he eats, how he eats, is it a cheshman, what's good for my neshama, or it's a question what's good for his guf? When it comes to sleeping, when it comes to anything that he's doing in life, who is he? Is he a guf or is he neshama? Then he knows where his chashivas is, and then he knows who, 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 what he's about. This is a chashim lakuda to think about, because as I mentioned, it's hard to talk about this in such a short eifim, but the Derech Hashem explains that this is not just a vart, this is what life's about, because when a person dies, so the guf goes down to the ground and it rots, and all you're left is the neshama. And he explains the neshama goes up to Shemaim, and the purpose of why a person's created is that he should have the greatest pleasure in the world, which is to be nanam of the zivashchina. But only a neshama could have can be nanam zivashchina. A guf can't. That's why the guf has to rot. So he explains that the more you were in touch with your neshama the more you could enjoy the pleasure in the next world because you speak the language. You're a neshama. So your neshama can connect to where it came from as a Baruch Hu. But if your whole life was a guf and your guf ceases to exist, so you get up to shamayim and you have no shaykhis. It's like going to a shir and the shir is in Chinese, just the shir happens to be forever. You go out of your mind. It's not an oinish. They explained, it's not an oinish. You just, you, you don't know what to do there because you're such a, you're a guf and your guf doesn't exist anymore. So this Nakuda goes way beyond the Anin of Hashivas, but it's, it's really what, what our whole lives is dedicated to. Just wanted to mention quickly two other points. The Chavetz Chaim says of art in one of his Svarim, which you have to do the Chavetz Chaim to say it, but I think if you think about it, it's Paladik, it's hard to argue. The, the, the Pasha talks about two different Mitzaram, a Mitzayr that's wealthy and a Mitzayr that's poor. A Mitzvah that's wealthy has to bring a more expensive carbon. If he's poor, he brings a cheaper carbon. Says the Rambam, what happens if you're a rich Mitzvah and you bring the kind of carbon that an Ani, ani brings? So you would add a Havamina, that if it works for an Ani, but the it works for an Asher. Says the Rambam, lo Yotza, you're not Yotza. So I ask you a question, says the Chavetz Chaim. What does lo Yotza mean? Lo Yotza means a little bit you were Yotza, you just weren't completely Yotza. Says the Chavetz Chaim, in Karbonis it's pass-fail, right? Lo Yotza means zero, zero. It's as if you brought nothing. Zero, right? That's the Cheshvah. So Zok the Chavetz Chaim. If a person is a wealthy person and he gives stocker like an Ani, it's not the Pshat that he doesn't get as much schar as if he gave as an Asher. It's as if he gave nothing. Lo Yotza, it's garnish, garnish vet. The Chavetz Chaim's up. Garnish vet. He's building it. I'm just saying the Chavetz Chaim zakt. Maybe, maybe with this Chavetz Chaim, you can understand the Gemara Ksubis, which is which is a, a, a shocking Gemara. The Gemara says in Ksubis that Yerucham Zakeh was walking and he saw a young girl picking up pieces of barley in the glolim of animals of Arabs. Arabs, the lowest of the low, their animals in the glolim picking up pieces of barley to eat. They asked her, who are you? She, she says, I'm the daughter of Nadim Ben-Gurion. So they asked, Nadim Ben-Gurion, he's one of the wealthiest people. What are you doing over here? Your father says tremendous wealth. She said, my father lost everything, everything. Till we got to this point that I got to go pick up barley to eat. 
So they asked why. She said, my father didn't give tzedakah. Melech Momachasar, if you don't give tzedakah, you don't keep your money. So they said, your father was famous that anybody that came into his house hungry came out full like shame. So this is the Gemara's answer. I never understood Shad, but now Chavetz Chaim, maybe. The Gemara says, V'loi ovid ki deboi lemevad. Nakdimim and Yurian gave fest to Staka, fest to Staka. But he didn't do as much as he could. Says after Gemara, And for that, his daughter had to pick up Sa'irim from Glolim of Arvim. I never understood the Gemara. Maybe with the Chavetz Chaim, Chavetz Chaim. He didn't give Staka. Let's say Chavetz Last I just want to be signed with. Sometimes you you know you, you hear an, an insight from the Alter Sabotka how he, he hit he hit something very anukuda very chashiv. If you can hear this difference, it's the Alter from Sabotka. I want you to differentiate between two halachas. Halacha is that in America, if you go to a bris, so they make brachas, but there's no shachianu by a bris. Even though a bris is a very excited occasion, everyone seems to be very happy. Suda, etc. No shachianu. If a person, Rahman Hassan, loses his father, and there's a Yerusha, so after making a dynamis, he makes a bracha hatoiv v'ametiv. So he says, I don't understand. The bris is a very happy occasion. No shachianu. There's a levaya going on because this guy's father is nifter and memach hatoiv v'ametiv. So the Atos Abotka said over because the Torah goes into the pnimius of a mensh, and in the pnimius of a mensh. Everyone's enjoying the bris and the bagels when the tata inside vein father. His kid, his kid just had a bris. It's painful. Deep, deep, deep. His father, no shachiyonu. In the primius, there's no shachiyonu. And Nebuch, this is what the tata said over. The person who lost his father, he says, and he's pulling at his hair over deep, deep. If he got a 10 million dollar Yerusha, he should make a tayfa If Deep, deep, he's besimcha. They bring down from the Rabbi Yosef Yezel Horowitz. The, the, the altar from Nevardik, when his father was on his deathbed, this is, this is a story, he made a, a kingin and he was mafkir, any of the Yerusha he was going to get from his father, because he didn't want to take away any tsar from the material of his father. So before that, he was mafkir that he, I'm not going to gain anything from it, so he shouldn't have anything from it. So I'm going to get insight into the, into the depths of how, how people genuinely work. He understood the idea behind the way, the way, the way people really work and, and what's really true about how people are, are, uh, are looking at things. The last thing, Mamish, that I wanted to say was that uh, if you, uh, we, recently, we recently learned Psachim, and in Psachim it talks about the Gewaldige Sinner that Amaratim have for Tamid Chachamim. And it borders on like unbelievable. It's that Rabbi Kiva tells us that when, I, when he was in Amaratz and he saw Tamid Chacham, Reitzi. I wanted to bite him like a donkey. And you read these Gemaras, and what's the sinna? It's like, it was like a, a pathological sinna that the Amaratsin have for the Tamid Chum. What's, what's. So I want to share with you lastly this insight from Chatzko. Chatzko said, He says, the Gemara says in Ida that a Vlad, when it's in the stomach of the mother, every single baby in this world. Learns kola Torah kula in the mother's stomach. Dos meint that afilu da ama oritz epis gedenkter von yena tainig von avor Torah. He remembers how geshmak it was, and a kenish fagin in the kinna from this tamachacham. He sees this tamachacham hot yena kinna. He remember the good old days. 
he can't, he can't deal with it. The jealousy, because he knows, he knows what he's missing out on, because he once had the shaykhs the Torah. That's why he can't give it. The kinah, the sinah kunt from the kinah. That he understands that deep, deep down, they understand how Choshev Torah is, the tiny is. That creates the Tina, and that's why there's such a sinner from Amarat to Midichon.